Welcome, Peter. I'm so happy to have you here. How are you today? Uh, thank you for having me. I'm uh, excellent. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Would you like to share with my audience a little bit about your professional story? Yeah, um, I would like to start that uh, even if my story uh, hears or reads like an uh, uh, interesting novel, it was not just uh, ups. And uh, I, I must say that uh, I learned most from my failures. And this also contributed most to my professional development uh, because I needed to change something and especially I needed to change me in order to, to make a progress. So I started in 97 as a IT uh, programmer and I, I did first e-shops in 97. And then uh, because there was no uh, environment for that, I had to, to do my uh, company. And uh, after the company, I had to go into transaction institutions because my e-shop needed uh, clients uh, to pay online. So I had to discover this area. Mm -hmm. Then I specialized in transaction institutions. Um, then I was um, invited to a team that uh, helped uh, in um, so uh, financial institutions where mm -hmm. we organized uh, investment uh, money and investment funds. Mm -hmm. um, then uh, from investment funds, uh, I was, uh, because uh, I had some maturity after seven years in business, I uh, took our uh, family investment business. Mm -hmm. uh, we, we started with, um, uh, we, in, in, in the UK, with, mostly with uh, shares in the company and uh, also some patents uh, and uh, brand deals. Mm -hmm. uh, so um, then we moved in 2007 because of the taxation changed uh, in uh, UK, mm -hmm. uh, namely the uh, World Taxation Treaty uh, ended. So mm -hmm. uh, everything what you did outside UK was not taxed until uh, late 2007. Mm -hmm. Then uh, we moved uh, our family office, or it would be called family office now, uh, it was called family trust at that time, mm -hmm. uh, to Switzerland. Uh, and then I had a family trust from 2007 till uh, 2019. Mm -hmm. In 2019, I experienced severe burnout. I was uh, overweight. I was not motivated. Uh, I, I found no passion in anything. Uh, so I just uh, moved to, to the family farm. Said, mm -hmm. okay, I need to get my stuff together. I started with, um, I, I had a lot of coaches. So they, they helped me a lot. Uh, mm -hmm. Thank you if they're listening. Uh, and I started with a strict diet, mm -hmm. uh, a lot of fasting, mm -hmm. and also strict exercise uh, routine. Mm -hmm. uh, that was the one part. On the other part, uh, I was 40 at that time, and I had, had a really long bucket list what I had to do. Mm -hmm. uh, namely, I uh, I was also uh, always passionate about uh, car collecting. I wanted to have free range animals. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I wanted to do my own food. I wanted to try uh, self sufficiency. How this works uh, mm -hmm. uh, with with solar power, with charge, uh, uh, it's called co generation, uh, mm -hmm. smart houses. All this I I, I wanted to try. Uh, I, I'm also a passionate carpenter. Uh, really? <laughs> so I built my own uh, carpenter uh, shop. Mm 
that uh -huh. I use frequently. And um, I, I just started doing that. And after two years, um, I just uh, couldn't uh, just take off my hobbies uh, anymore. Although I, I had always a side business because uh, from uh, investment banking time in, in Switzerland, uh, I, I often helped uh, my friends with uh, due diligence uh, work on, on different companies that they were taking over because I was specialized before in mergers and acquisitions. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, I also do a lot of financial brokerage. So uh, if mm -hmm. companies need uh, either capital or loan, I, I, would, I would help them. Mm -hmm. um, after that, I said, okay, this is boring. And it, it's very lucrative, but it's uh, boring stuff. So I started developing uh, the thing that I'm passionate about, that is artificial intelligence. And I specialized in uh, risk management in artificial intelligence. Mm -hmm. uh, I wrote a book recently. I, I prepared a Udemy course uh, for um, entry-level um, mm -hmm. risk management in artificial intelligence, just to, to get to know what, what the risks are. And uh, also, um, I, I, I'm doing workshops and some consulting work on, on this topic. You know, they tell me my life is a movie, but I should say that your life is a movie. <laughs> this is this story is for a TEDx. <laughs> so from investment banking all the way to burnout and then building up yourself uh, once again. It's it's truly remarkable what you have did. I, I didn't know many of these things, especially the carpeting part. But uh, thank you so much for sharing this so vulnerably. You know, people usually tend to think that everything comes overnight, but you just showed us it's not the case. Um, lately, I was diving in artificial intelligence very deeply and um, because I help people to build their businesses online. And I was talking only about the positive aspects of artificial intelligence and I'm very glad that you're here so we can dive a little bit deeper into risk management of artificial intelligence because obviously it exists. So let's start with this simple question. Is AI just a buzzword or what's actually going on out there? So um, first, I, I wanted to uh, say that I'm an admirer of your work, especially <laughs> knowing that you're a programmer. So uh, you have uh, a lot of technical background about artificial intelligence. So um, I'm, I'm a huge fan. Thank I don't <laughs> want to sound uh, like someone who is scared or scare anyone away from artificial intelligence. Mm -hmm. um, I would, uh, I encourage use of artificial intelligence. However, it's like uh, with uh, driving, I would encourage every, any, anyone who drives a car regularly that goes and uh, next to the um, driver's exam that they go to a different school of uh, fast driving, drifting, rally, all this stuff. So that uh, they get some additional experience that might uh, come uh, uh, handy in everyday life. Mm -hmm. So um, to, to, to sum it up, um, the risks in artificial intelligence are omnipresent. Mm -hmm. However, we need to uh, learn how to mitigate these risks. So. Mm -hmm. Uh, I, I do not encourage avoiding artificial intelligence. I would uh, claim that in the near future, it will practically be impossible to avoid artificial intelligence. Mm -hmm. However, I do encourage that you know as much as possible about the risks. Mm -hmm. And then according to the risk management theory, 
you can either avoid these risks, accept these risks, and insure them in best case, uh, mm -hmm. or transfer the risks. Mm -hmm. So this is uh, the basic of what I do. I try to uh, help companies avoid and transfer the risks. That is most of uh, my uh, consulting effort is about. Mm -hmm. And what is mostly overlooked when we talk about AI risks? Yeah, um, the presence of the risks is uh, overlooked. Uh, whatever we do right now, mm -hmm. uh, especially in the office, Mm -hmm. uh, is somehow connected with um, um, with, with artificial intelligence risks. Uh, the simplest the simplest thing that I would like to stress, and it's also a bit of a joke, is um, uh, for example, we have um, all of us have uh, spelling uh, aid, and that is artificial intelligence aided on our phone. Mm -hmm. so, and um, let's say that you talk with your neighbors and uh, you, you you said uh, uh, or you're trying to, uh, you sent him message that uh, I'm I'm doing uh, uh, your Wi-Fi mm -hmm. or I'm, uh, and the Wi-Fi gets uh, because of the artificial intelligence get uh, translated or <laughs> uh, spelled as a wife. And then imagine what what comes up if 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 you tell your um, neighbor <laughs> that you're doing his wife instead of uh, his <laughs> uh, Wi-Fi. So this is one. It, it, it's all it's um, a joke. But um, when uh, you're uh, drafting a contract, mm -hmm. uh, this could be a huge problem. Mm -hmm. This could escalate. So I'm uh, helping a lot of uh, U.S. Uh, legal companies and paralegal uh, staffers to understand what are the risks if they are using uh, artificial intelligence in, in, in their work. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, another huge risk is uh, that uh, what we are unique um, in or about or, or where is our company's edge. Mm -hmm. uh, if we put... Uh, our knowledge in public uh, artificial intelligence network or uh, engine, however mm -hmm. we want to call it, mm -hmm. everyone from our competitors uh, that will use this engine uh, will benefit of what we have, let's say, teach this artificial mm -hmm. uh, intelligence model. Mm -hmm. uh, namely, uh, I had a case in Chicago with uh, a legal team just a couple of weeks ago. Uh, they were considering using uh, one uh, app that uh, helps uh, uh, legal and paralegal teams um, search through uh, their contracts. Mm -hmm. And the biggest problem or the biggest challenge is that, uh, let's say, the senior consultant or the senior staffers have their tricks how they find something uh, faster. So mm -hmm. if they teach this trick to this module that is uh, available to all uh, legal companies in US, they will lose their um, edge. So mm -hmm. I said, you can use this um, mm -hmm. uh, like uh, language learning system or, um, mm -hmm. or, or similar, but it, it, it must be for your company only it should mm -hmm. not be available to others. So whatever you teach this um, model should be available just to you. Mm -hmm. And because uh, most companies that are offering useful apps right now, they're using 
modules for everyone because that, that is how they the, the module uh, learn much faster. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, that is one huge problem in, in, in offices. That, that was for a legal office. But uh, similar is for content creators. Mm-hmm. If you're a content creator, first you don't know um, the... For example, ChatGPT has the, the biggest problem that if you don't um, instruct um, the engine that they have to uh, make a, um, a quote and quotations, mm-hmm. they will not quote. Uh, they will put the output will be like uh, the the GPT has written that. They've written, yeah. Written. <laughs> so you have problem with um, mm-hmm. uh, with intellectual property rights, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and you cannot influence it because uh, you just didn't demand of GPT to quote something. And uh, we saw that uh, ChatGPT three was so intelligent that quoted uh, news articles that they, they were not there. Mm-hmm. So, uh-huh. so these are huge problems, especially if there's a court case on the end. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you quote an uh, article that does not um, exist as a base for your research, as a base for mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Um, your, let's say, article that you're ex- accusing someone of something. Uh, and then we, we, ca- we can cam- come to defamation and all these charges. So, mm-hmm. uh, especially content creators have huge uh, challenge how how to go about it because we as a content creator uh, we need to quote everyone if mm-hmm. possible of course mm-hmm. um, and uh, I engine are not uh, let's say made to the extent because uh, most of them will say the engine is just a beta version or it's now available but uh, as as you see that all apps that you purchase have a disclaimer that they don't um they're not responsible for the outcomes Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so this is also a huge problem if you're purchasing app for your company Mm -hmm. demand of the uh, producer or a programmer or however you want to call it Mm -hmm. a developer that they take responsibility because they can insure like they can get indemnity insurance Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, or if that is not possible, because uh, some companies like uh, OpenAI will just uh, tell you to go somewhere else, mm-hmm. uh, uh, you need to insure it with your insurance agents. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is extremely uh, important. Mm-hmm. So uh, how we can actually protect ourselves? ChatGPT is an open source and every chat is separate for itself. Uh, it has data until 2021. I guess they will update it soon. They actually invited me to train it for Serbian language. Mm-hmm. Uh, so now they're seeking for experts to protect it a little bit. But um, you mentioned modules. Uh, what I've noticed is that um, when we open a new chat and we ask ChatGPT, whatever, uh, it will consult the database it has. I need to train it inside of the specific chat to get to get the output that I need to get. I need to train it. Who am I? What's my business about? What I want to achieve? And as soon as I open a new chat, it forgets everything. Uh, so I need to train well, it once uh, again. So in programming, uh, as you are aware of, mm-hmm. uh, you have um, you have operations and you have data. Mm-hmm. So uh, ChatGPT forgets data that you have feed, mm-hmm. feeded him. Mm-hmm. 
However, if it's online or in cloud, uh, it knows operations. That's exactly what I wanted to mention. That's exactly it. Because uh, although it might seem like it's forgotten what we just feeded it, it definitely isn't faded away. It's somewhere out there and it's it's stored somewhere as um as as a valuable data. So uh I see a huge risk in you know intentionally using these tools for not so good cause. Um is there any way that we can protect ourselves, for example, as content creators, um, when we create content or something like that, that is inside of our bubble or still not? No, no, there are many uh, ways, especially disclaimers are the, mm-hmm. the simplest trick and say, okay, mm-hmm. our content work was partially or created by AI. Please mm-hmm. understand the AI is in development phase. So we assume no responsibility. Mm-hmm. If you believe that something is wrong, please contact us. So disclaimer is uh, one of the simplest uh, thing uh, to protect yourself against any litigations. And then of course, if someone complains and say, okay, this is uh, my property, you will have to uh, erase it or uh, pay them compensation. That is also important because a lot of companies have uh, complaints, mm-hmm. uh, so disclaimer, and when they get a complaint, they don't do anything about it. Uh, you have to be diligent about these complaints because uh, you will lose on court if if uh, someone proves that even if ChatGPT has taken their work and did not quote it, mm-hmm. uh, you are mm-hmm. liable for that. That is also extremely important that you understand that it's a tool. Mm-hmm. So if if you have a chainsaw and you hurt someone or property of someone is not chainsaw fault, mm-hmm. it's your fault because mm-hmm. you're operating the chainsaw. Exactly, exactly. Before we started, I mentioned you that it took me like 2.5 months to prepare all the content and and material for one workshop. Now I did it in 2.5 weeks. Uh, That is obviously a benefit of of artificial intelligence, but I want to thank you from the core of my heart for mentioning the other side of it. Because I think it's very, very important that we know how to protect ourselves, especially businesses who are implementing now artificial intelligence in their systems. Uh, It's a great tool, but we need to be aware of the consequences. Like in educational uh, um, institutions, imagine students now just generating their works through AI. It's, It's not going to be well. But what is most more important, intelligence? Or wisdom? What do you think? Does artificial intelligence has a potential to actually be wise, or it's just a program like everything else? Um, so, my personal opinion, not not uh, maybe not uh, rooted in reality, <laughs> is uh, that uh, wisdom does not just come from experiences. Mm-hmm. Uh, but also from a chemical and different processes in in our body. So I, I, I'm a strong believer of body cognition. Mm-hmm. And uh, because artificial intelligence uh, in this instance does not have a body, so body cognition is not uh, possible because, mm-hmm. um, for example, certain, um, like uh, artificial intelligence does not have a gut feeling because they, they don't have a gut. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so wisdom is uh, uh so 
it, it has been proven that artificial intelligence can uh, develop some kind of intuition based on previous experiences. Mm-hmm. Uh, however, um, our intuition is not necessarily uh, related to our previous experiences. <laughs> exactly. We have some higher, um, mm-hmm. let's say, uh, wisdom or knowing uh, even um, without a data. And mm-hmm. uh, there is also a huge uh, advantage of, let's say, uh, wisdom over uh, intelligence is that intelligence always needs uh, input data mm-hmm. to have outputs. Mm-hmm. Uh, wisdom do not have uh, to have an input data. Exactly. I couldn't agree more. And uh, I believe that, you know, um, when I was in Goldman Sachs program, they taught us about um, making a decision. And I was very surprised that investment banking uh, was based partly on an intuition. I don't know. You have experience. You worked in in, in Not investment. partly. Everything was based on on intuition. So you see, that, that I was is, I was very surprised. That, that is also the reason why it's so problematic when these investment bankers do a lot of drugs and uh, uh, a lot of alcohol, and they're not um, they, they they don't they're not in shape. For example, physically, mm-hmm. uh, then all this uh, decision making. Uh, is basically uh, very problematic. As I said, um, um, like uh, the, the it's a body cognition. So mm-hmm. if you're not healthy, mm-hmm. uh, your mind is not. If your body is not healthy, your mind is not healthy. If mm-hmm. if, if your mind is not healthy, decisions are not mm-hmm. uh, wise. So this is the biggest problem of investment bankers, and why so many investment bankers mm-hmm. uh, burned by like uh, thirty-five years old. <laughs> yeah. that is that is a huge problem because the stress is uh, huge and the number of information that they have to process daily mm-hmm. uh, is just enormous mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that was completely new information for me uh, what do you think about i was i was watching uh, um, a few videos online about human robots um I, I mean, Tesla has one, there is Sophia, there is Amica. They are like very advanced, obviously based on artificial intelligence. What do you think about that kind of robotics? Um, I, I would like to say that um, at least I know from the late 80s, there were uh, many uh, robots uh, being developed. Mm-hmm. Uh, namely, it was U.S. Army that tried to develop robots uh, so that they would not lose uh, human lives mm-hmm. uh, if there would be um, uh, like a big battle coming. Any kind of war. And uh, there was also a program where where they uh, started to integrate um, uh, human parts with uh, with electronics mm-hmm. uh, because uh, uh, a lot of soldiers on the field lost their legs or lost their uh, eye or mm-hmm. uh, hearing and so uh, now it's normal that uh, people have like hearing aid this mm-hmm. was developed by the army so for mm-hmm. from, from this uh, testing uh, facility mm-hmm. um, and uh, I, I do believe that these ro- humanoid robots are um, a way to go Mm-hmm. Uh, right now, I believe they're more or less useless, uh, except for the development uh, phases. But uh, if if you hire a mate, uh, you will have a much better output than um, 
mm-hmm. than a human with a robot, even if a robot would cost 10 million. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I would like also to stress that uh, I, I am uh, a user of iRobot for uh, over a decade. And it's nice. it, it has a limited, how uh, uh, say, uh, utilization, mm-hmm. especially because I have a dog that has uh, long hair, mm-hmm. uh, Caucasian Shepherd. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, so everything that is not uh, industrial grade, uh, uh, it, it's uh, let's say useless in fight against this hair. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's the same uh, with uh, the lawn. Uh, so moving lawn, it's just um, it, it, it's uh, something. If if it's not in perfect lines, uh, if if it's a bit in a mountain area, area, it's it, it's impossible to do anything, or it's extremely expensive. Mm-hmm. So uh, I see a future. I have uh, saw huge improvement in last decade. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't see, uh, for example, a company being able to purchase like uh, a robot to mm-hmm. fulfill certain tasks. I, I, I don't see that. For mm-hmm. example, uh, there's a lot of talk about the UPS drivers, how much money they make mm-hmm. uh, in, 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 in US. Uh, like 180,000 per, per year. Mm-hmm. I don't believe that robots at this point are able to substitute them with what we consider a simple task of um, loading and unloading packages. Mm-hmm. And it, it, it seems that it's not so simple if uh, robots cannot substitute them. Mm-hmm. So uh, even if it seems trivial to us, uh, the, the mathematic behind it is still um, too much for useful solution right now. Mm-hmm. It looks like we are living in a very exciting times and things are changing so much. Uh, just to conclude something, a lot of people left on my predictions when they asked me in 2019 what will happen until the end of 2023. And I said that artificial intelligence will be taking over a lot of business processes, except empathy, kindness, innovation, and these kinds of soft skills. What are your thoughts about that? Is AI at this moment or any any time in the future will be capable of learning soft skills too? Uh, first, let me comment on your uh, prediction. I had uh, a dream. <laughs> uh, no, no, no. Um, all, although I'm extremely skeptical, Mm-hmm. I would uh, like to stress that uh, as far as uh, the goods transferred and uh, money transferred, mm-hmm. uh, most of the processes is at least supervised or uh, searched for uh, different patterns mm-hmm. uh, on, on, on the data that is generated by these processes by artificial intelligence. So mm-hmm. to some extent, your prediction already came through. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um that that I, I think that is uh, important uh, to stress. As for uh, the low level, uh, what we as a let's say normal people mm-hmm. uh, in, in in normal interaction can see, mm-hmm. uh, we have a lot of aids that are uh, artificial intelligence aided. For mm-hmm. example, our navigation in cars is almost completely aided by artificial intelligence. Mm-hmm. If uh, there's a roadblock, uh, you will uh, you will get an alternative uh, route and uh, similar. Mm-hmm. Um, if there's a potential problem in your uh, car, you will be notified. If uh, mm-hmm. 
you have a Siri assistant on, on, on your phone mm -hmm. and all this stuff. So there is a lot of small uh, things that are extremely um, say, useful mm -hmm. with optimization. When you said that uh, you, you have, uh, that IE has helped you improve four folds mm -hmm. on your uh, time to market with your workshop, Mm -hmm. I would, I would, uh, I would assign that to automatization and optimization. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So the third one where you could improve your uh, profitability would be outsourcing. Maybe with outsourcing you could uh, improve that further. However, right now, uh, artificial intelligence can help you only automate to some extent mm -hmm. um, and optimize uh, to to do also to some extent. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. if uh, a company or someone would like to work with you what's the best way to find you or reach out to you um usually everyone access me through uh, my linkedin mm -hmm. so uh I, I will send you a link so if, if you would put it in the description that would be perfect yes of course i will of course i will thank you so much for being my guest and for sharing your wisdom I didn't say intelligence, I said wisdom. I, I truly enjoyed and I hope you did too. Uh, thank you again for the invitation and it was a, my pleasure. Bye. Bye.